Thank you for joining Crossway on the With God Pod. Whether you're in your car, in your home, on a walk, or with someone, we're excited that you've joined us for a deeper dive into Scripture, its tough sayings, and the people God used throughout. This year, we're going through the whole Bible, tracing the With God journey through the Bible, through the year, through us. And with that, let's dive into today's episode. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining today. I am Chris Birch. And I'm Anson Tebow. And we are going to look at the book and the person of Ezekiel today. And we will hear about him on Sunday as well from Pastor Doug Melder. But as we are learning about Israel and Judah, we are being sent all these uh, prophets, minor and major prophets from God to help kind of correct the ways of Israel. And we get to Ezekiel. So if you've been following along chronologically, um, we just have a few more books now before we get to the New Testament, which uh, is just going to be fantastic and a great way uh, to start off kind of the new ministry year uh, beginning September 10th. So uh, in the meantime, Anson, what can we learn from Ezekiel on this with God journey? Yeah, Ezekiel is a a prophet that many probably have heard of, but actually reading through the book, it's 48 chapters it's long. It's a big one. It's a yeah. big, it's a long, long book. And it's really, it's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of really interesting things and Doug's going to go through some of those on, on Sunday, but he's a prophet who was taken captive to Babylon. So we see um, in the book of Jeremiah, Jeremiah is prophesying about them getting taken to captive to Babylon, um, Ezekiel is taken to Babylon um, when he was 25-ish. He gets taken into captivity. He overlapped with the end of Jeremiah's ministry and the beginning of Daniel's ministry, who we'll talk about next next week. Um, A lot of us know about Daniel, the story of the lion's den. He's brought into Babylon. So Jeremiah and Ezekiel are right right around there. Um, So Ezekiel... got his commission sort of his prophetic commission when he was when he was about 30 years old um and and he his sort of he's sent there to remind the generation um born during the babylonian captivity that the, the cause like the reason that they're there um of god's coming judgment like god does provide this hope and this coming judgment that um the the Gentile nations will be destroyed, will get justice, uh, and that God will also restore. Um, but he began speaking to the condemnation and judgment of Judah before he speaks to the future hope and the restoration of Israel. One of the things, he, he did speak to the coming glory of the Lord, of the Messianic King. He pointed to the coming Jesus. Um, one of the things he's also most well known for is his vision of the Valley of Dry Bones, where where the breath was breathed into the dry bones and they they were brought to life. It's his vision of the Holy Spirit because the same word is used for the Holy Spirit in different spaces. Um, and many think that this valley into um, this breath into dry bones is sort of a vision, a a looking to Jesus returning, right? Um, and dead bones being brought brought to life. Um, and he did this. He did a lot of this through visions and and acts, mm-hmm. like some of the some of the weird acts he um, he has is he eats scripture. He lies on his side and eats a rations cooked on a on dung for three hundred and ninety days. Um, cuts his hair with a sword, burns a third, strikes a third, and scatters a third of the hair. Digs through his wall and moves it moves through with baggage. 
sword and loud moaning, roasting lamb, but fire so hot the metal melts and ruins the meat. Like, these are things that are supposed to point to the judgment of God. Right. But they're really weird. Mm -hmm. Like, if we, honestly, like, we would would question Ezekiel now. Right. I mean... As I am creating the sermon bumpers mm. uh, for each Sunday and trying to find scripture that kind of fits with uh, the book and the person of the Bible that we are studying, Ezekiel was the hardest because every time I was I'm searching for something and reading through the book of Ezekiel, I was like, that's not going to make any sense at all. Like it, yeah, it says he eats the word of like he eats scripture. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's so random. Like you know, so I had a hard time reading. Uh, was Ezekiel, like 40 chapters, something yeah, like that. Yeah, 48, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it was really hard to find about three passages <laughs> in the book of Ezekiel. That would make sense and not sound weird. <laughs> yeah, that to kind of like do, um, you know, the equivalent of like a social media post that's encouraging. Ezekiel is not that book. <laughs> no, it's really not. It's it's a hard book to read and gain something. Yeah. Um, so good luck, Doug, on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Um, but Oh, you're preaching too, I'm right? I'm preaching too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so good luck, Doug and Anson. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. Let me ask, what type of nutrition do you think eating scripture has? Um, is it made out of like papaya? E- no, wait, papayas. Yeah, I mean papyrus. Papyrus. Papaya is a fruit, right? Exactly. It was close. Maybe it's close. it has the Maybe same, it's the same, with, the same vitamin C or something. Is papaya the uh, – papyrus, like is that the like – tree to yeah, a papaya what, oh i don't know i don't think so i don't know i don't know it just makes me I mean, word of god i mean eating i don't know made me think but aren't you supposed to put it on your heart not in your kidneys <laughs> i mean <laughs> jeremiah stomach. did say i'll write it on their hearts <laughs> yeah, not yeah write it on their yeah, hearts not your not stomach, in your stomach. Yeah. that's that's ezekiel's fault we can blame him yeah. for that um so one of the one of my friends when I was growing up, he would always talk about like, what if we had like a high ri- highlight reel in heaven that like people could watch, or a low light reel. Right. Like I'd love to see this these things from Ezekiel. Be like, what was the man doing? <laughs> right. Now, granted, he, yeah. it was. I for told a you purpose. to write it on your heart, and not eat it. Eat it. <laughs> um, but this translation, God, God used it. God yep. used it. Um, but so he's in Babylon, prophesying a a message that is very judgmental but also judgmental in the fact that judgment will come, but also with hope that Jesus is coming. The Holy Spirit is the theme throughout this book. Um, that'll be talked about a little bit this Sunday. Um, but it, it's a fascinating, fascinating book. We see the gospel laid out in different portions. Um, so it's Ezekiel, it's one of those books that you read and you're like, all right, how how does this any of this make sense? What makes sense? And then you find little nuggets of truth you find little i mean it's all truth but you find little nuggets of of impact of importance of of things like that 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 you can see and i'm excited for for sunday for for what doug's going to bring to two of our campuses Mm -hmm. and and we'll see what what i bring to the other campus yeah but so so i really like um here uh you know we gave ezekiel a facebook page all right and it said in parentheses what his name means i think it's awesome so what does ezekiel mean yeah ezekiel means strengthened by god yeah that's great what a great reminder i like he's strengthened by god or there's another interpretation that god strengthens yeah like it's just it's a powerful it's a powerful name it's a good one i know i use that word all the time but it's a powerful name um 
He is called to be a watchman, to be held accountable for not warning of impending punishment. Like watchmen were these people who would like look out and see, hey, is there danger coming in right. these things? And it's almost like he's called to be like, hey, look out. There is danger coming. So if he doesn't, it's almost like, hey, you didn't. You didn't do your job. You didn't do you your failed. job. You failed. Yeah. Um, one really fascinating thing. He was married. Okay. His wife died. Yep. And God forbade him from weeping. Interesting. He was not allowed to mourn. Is that like a, not necessarily an emotional weeping or mourning, or do you think that's more of like a cultural weeping or mourning that like the Jewish people had where say a spouse died and then they, I don't know, is there something there where they for like seven days didn't eat, bathe, whatever it was, um, you know, did, is that what God was forbidding him to do? Or was he literally like, you keep your emotions in your head, young man? Yeah, I honestly think it is... Um, it, like it, it says, you Keep shall neither mourn. Yeah, you shall neither mourn nor weep. And that's um, what's the scripture reference for that? Um, Ezekiel twenty four. Yeah, Ezekiel twenty four. You shall neither mourn nor weep. And I think that. I, I mean, that's tough. Yeah, how, I mean, yeah. how how are you supposed to not? Yeah, it says the word of the Lord came to me, son of man. Behold, I'm about to take the delight of your eyes away from you at a stroke. Yet you shall not mourn or weep, nor shall your tears run down your face. Sigh, but not aloud. Make no mourning for the dead. Dude, I think we found our tough question for next week. Yeah, I what think do you think so. we can find? Do some uh, research over the next week. See if we can pop something out. I think we can do that. We can do that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, how do you do that? Yeah. How do you not mourn for your wife dying? Yeah. All right, we'll come back to that one next week. I'm, Ezekiel's a fascinating yeah, dude. Yeah, I think this is this is great. Hey, this is what the podcast is. You kind of read the Bible, you find some odd questions, and hopefully we can uh, go do some research, some correct research, and uh, and bring it to you guys. So, yeah. yeah. No, we'll do that for you guys next week. But Ezekiel, fascinating dude. Yeah, really looking forward to uh, Sunday. So uh, Doug and Anson will be bringing the message on Sunday. We hope that everyone can join us. Hope you guys are enjoying the rest of your summer. And Vision Sunday is approaching fast and quick. So we are really looking forward to that. Hope to see you guys on Sunday. See you, Anson. See you, Chris. Thank you for joining Crossway on the With God Pod. Make sure to catch all our content on Sundays and during the week. See you next time.